Hi, my name is Evander. And I'm Winika. And, and this, this is, is the Everwin Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Everwin Podcast. Today's episode number 21, baby. Number 21. <clears throat> Lucky number 21. Today, we're talking about effective communication and that it is key within relationships. Yes. You always hear, like, I think you've heard it growing up as well. Everyone always says, communication is key, communication is key, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think people really understand exactly why it's so important to, you know, engage in effective communication. And I feel like this episode will really show why it's important to communicate and what communicating well look like and sound like, you know, and, and you know. And I think that's why this episode is important for today. I know that before you and I came together, the both of us valued communication already strongly and it shows it showed it from the very beginning and it still shows now it is important to speak up and to understand and not only just speak and communicate but also listen and that's a form of communicating as well those are some key components and i know that we both value that and we're going to share why it's so important exactly i love that baby Mm -hmm. i love that to start i love that too baby Mm -hmm. so what does effective communication look like So if you're in a relationship and you are needing to communicate something to your partner, they did something or you're concerned about something or something happened, for a person who's not really able to speak up or who has trouble communicating, why is it important that they do find the ways to communicate within their relationship? I feel like why they need to find, you know, effective, productive ways to communicate in a relationship because I feel like in relationships in general, whether it's like friendships or romantic relationships, you're going to naturally run into a lot of issues and concerns that mm-hmm. need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And in order for those issues to be addressed, you're going to have to know how to communicate, I believe. That's the first part, I would say, as well. And when you communicate effectively, I feel like it leads to productive outcomes and you're able to grow as a unit, whether it's a friendship unit or a, a relationship unit. You come to a better understanding of a person. You, you learn about a person through effective communication. Right. You learn what that person feels, how they express when they're angry, how they express when they're in a good mood, you know, how they express not only through their words, but their actions as well. So I think communication all around is very important in that way. The way you communicate, the method of communication is very important because you can communicate with your partner But a lot of people, especially when they have something important to tell them, some people who may find it hard to speak face-to-face may turn to text and may text them instead or can't wait till they see them because maybe it makes them nervous or they don't know how to express themselves. So they'll try and text everything. You know, on the other receiving end, their partner could really, really, like, misinterpret what they said because the tone is not there, facial expressions aren't there. You can't really pull the whole communicating situation through just text alone which is why i have been in that situation before miscommunicating through text by thinking that if you communicate through text it's going to work it's probably best to do it in person because it just makes everything harder to understand through text depending on who well if you really know your partner really well but even still like they could really misinterpret a lot if you text something so so important or try to have a serious conversation through text that's a good point baby that's a very good point and there's a debate in terms of what method of communication is best when you want to um talk about a sensitive you know topic or a difficult issue with your partner is it through a letter is it through text is it through in person mm-hmm. as well um 
I think there are pros and cons to various methods of communication. Mm-hmm. I feel like the pro of communicating in person is you get to really, as you mentioned before, really see their facial expressions, uh, language, their mannerisms, you know. And you can come to a greater understanding of how exactly that person feels when you're matching that person's words with their body language as well. So that mix is why communicating in person and having those difficult discussions in person can be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. But I think on the the flip side, why I think texting or writing letters when discussing difficult conversations is important or can be beneficial um, in comparison to uh, in person is because a lot of times people get worked up in their emotions, whether through getting very angry or very upset and very frustrated, and they're not able to effectively communicate their feelings mm-hmm. towards that situation. Um, so like calming down before coming to communicate is exactly, best. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the best communication happens when you're in a calm state, a very peaceful state, you know, when you're not angry, when you're not frustrated you know because i feel like situations can get worse when you don't communicate effectively right yeah they can get you know you begin attacking that person rather than the situation rather than the situation as you mentioned at hand so it just just depends that's why you know communicating when you're angry with a person on something so serious can you know create more harm than good Mm -hmm. in many situations yeah yeah i like that explanation Mm -hmm. baby that was really good Mm -hmm. Another thing is expecting your partner. I realize and I learned from it. I don't do that. But like expecting your partner to just know what it is that you want them to do or what you feel like they should do or feel like they should already know and having them read between the lines. I won't say just women do it, but it's more often heard of that women do do it is to expect like he already should know this and he should already be able to do this. In some cases, yes, but I feel like communicating what it is that you need and want from your partner initially or when you see something arise instead of assuming that they know because sometimes they just may not know tell them and speak up about it rather than not saying anything and then getting angry that they don't know you know exactly yeah i think that's why assumptions are very dangerous right because you can't really expect a person to know how you're feeling and what's going on inside of your head Mm -hmm. you have to just express how you're feeling to that person you know very directly and being very concise and very clear with your thoughts as well you know because you can't get angry at a person if they don't know what needs to be done or what needs to be solved you have to express how you feel and that's why a lot of people don't know how to effectively communicate which leads to those issues they don't know how to you know sit down with their person with their spouse and really talk about how they're feeling and what's going on inside of their head you know snowball effect after a while yeah 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 and people a lot of people fear those difficult conversations why some people just want you to know how you're feeling you know confrontation yeah the conflict confrontation but i think it's a learning thing for a lot of people i think the first time when you come to your partner and you get angry that they don't know what you want them to know I feel like moving forward, that can assist you in like not making that mistake again and really making the effort to talk to them about how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. That was good. Mm-hmm. Now, if you told them initially and communicated properly about what it is that you need or, or something that you know ticked you off and they did it again now and then again, now it's almost like they're crossing boundaries with you and... It's like they have no regard anymore for something that is really getting to you and something that they've asked you, I guess, to respect or not do. So 
in that case, what do you suggest, baby? That's but, a very good question, baby. Like you, they communicated, <laughs> right? They did what they were supposed to. Yeah. Hey, you know, this is bothering me. You know, I don't appreciate this. Moving forward, can you not do this? Or can you do this instead? And then they don't do it or they do do something that just pisses them off. So what do they do? That's a very good question, baby. That's a very good question that a lot of people go through as well. I love how you brought that up, baby. I love, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love how you brought that up to me. So in that case, we can give an example. For example, if you are in a relationship, you know, or in a marriage situation and let's say um, you ask your partner to do the dishes once mm-hmm. and then when you come home they reali- you realize that they didn't and then you just brush it off and then you ask them a second time to do it and then they still brush you off in that situation I feel like it's past an issue of communication or effective communication I think it comes down in that situation to an issue of mutual respect mm. you know I feel like once you communicate your issue with a person and they still don't understand i feel like in that situation they just don't have a healthy level of respect for you i think that's what needs to be addressed in that situation you can't be in a relationship if a person doesn't make an effort to understand you or make an effort to correct the wrongdoings you know and wanting to do right yeah exactly and in my opinion that shows a breakdown in the relationship that shows that something is wrong that needs to be addressed the way to do it is through communication, but obviously they're not listening to you. So mm-hmm. that becomes a greater issue. It becomes a barrier yeah, because they're exactly. not willing to listen and mm-hmm. change. So if you're doing it on the one, it's it's like a one-sided communication. When a person just shuts you down or just doesn't address an issue with you, in their mind, a lot of the times they don't view it as a big issue and a big concern with you. So I think in that situation, it's about communicating to them that this is a big issue for you very calmly if you can (laughs) um explain to them that this is a big issue for you that needs to be addressed so really allowing that person to understand how significant this issue is and how the relationship cannot progress or move forward if this specific issue whether they view as big or small is not addressed or effectively solved or um with you as well Mm -hmm. so i think that's it just you know for them to understand how big of an issue this really is to you, you know, I, I believe that's how you go about it. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Now, what if that conversation did come about and they brought it up and they're like, okay, I see it, but I don't think that's a big deal, though. So they're not seeing it as big as it actually is to their partner. So they're not seeing eye to eye or how big it actually is of an issue for their partner when they don't do or say, or when they're doing something that their partner doesn't appreciate. They just think, oh, why are you tripping? Like it's almost like gaslighting their situation. So what in that case do you do when (laughs) your face (laughs) in that situation where they actually spoke up about it? It's just like you're tripping. Like it's not even that much of a big deal. Like who cares? Like you brought up dishes. Like, okay, it's just dishes. Like I didn't feel like doing them kind of thing. Like, okay, then what do you do at that point? Because it really gets or putting the toilet seat down is really getting to their partner to the point where like it's getting them like, you know, heated, agitated. So what what in that case do they do? if their partner is gassing. I'm just making it easier and easier to just walk away the way I'm... <laughs> like, right? they, like, go just yeah. leave since they don't respect you, but... Yeah, I don't think it's just about, like... not. I don't think you just leave right away in no, those situations, no. but some people... I feel like in order to effectively communicate, there's two ingredients to effective communication. So I believe the first one is, as we just talked about, is mutual respect. Having a healthy level of respect for your partner. Mm-hmm. Um... And the second like tenet of 
healthy communication is empathy, which is like putting yourself in that person's shoes, you know, getting out of your own head and just viewing the situation from your perspective and make it a concerted effort to see how that person is feeling by putting yourself in their shoes. See, like, you know, once you do that, once you have a, a healthy level of empathy, you can understand why that certain thing that you're doing is like ticking them off or making them feel angry or, or upset over the situation. So I think having a level of empathy towards that situation. I think empathy begins with selflessness. And I feel like the best relationships are built through reciprocity and selflessness and ignoring your partner's concerns it's a red flag already to me. Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if you want to build healthy families, healthy communities, and healthy just people in general, you, you have to have a level of selflessness. It can't be all about your needs and your wants. You have to really care for the happiness of your partner, mm-hmm. you know? So that you'd be willing to actually make those changes and be like, okay, you know what? This is really hurting them and I don't want to hurt them. So what is it that I can do to ensure that they're not feeling this way or I can stop the behavior or change or do something differently? So I understand where you're, where you're saying, like, they have to be willing already, even before the situation, to just have that selflessness mm-hmm. and be able to want to make those changes already for their partner mm-hmm. because they love and respect them. Yeah, it's, and it goes back down to, like, like not taking a person for granted. You know, I feel like early on in, in relationships, we're more likely to go above and beyond for our partner mm-hmm. and to make them happy. Mm-hmm. But as the, the, the months and years go on, we get very comfortable mm-hmm. and we start to take things for granted. And we're, and we're not as willing, you know, to make that extra effort and that extra step to really understand and address our partner's concerns you know so it's just not getting too comfortable you know and just doing all you 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 can or you know should to make your partner happy i feel like if both people are doing their best to make that person happy i feel like that's where the the selflessness comes into play and the reciprocity you know that's a big term yeah reciprocity that's my favorite word baby yeah yeah i love that yeah. Thank you, baby, mm-hmm. for your expertise. Ah, baby, you know that, baby. <laughs> so, um, I know we're talking. Well, that is also positive, but um, having a partner that you can actually be openly communicative with and to trust and be vulnerable with. What are the benefits of that, and how does it make you feel? Because I know that for me, I feel safe coming to you. I feel open. I feel, you know, I I don't feel hesitant to come to you to talk about things, you know. So for me, I feel like that's really good and it helps us to grow, as you said earlier on, like things like that. I just feel like it helps me to feel even closer to you as time goes on. And I feel very safe coming to you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like no matter what the situation is, the fact that we both value communication and I'm confident in that for the both of us, I feel like we can overcome any situation no matter how difficult because that's that's something that's strong in value right beside kindness so mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah i think vulnerability is a big like aspect of relationships being able to be vulnerable with your partner being able to be transparent with your partner being comfortable and safe enough to address these issues with your partner 
you know, rather, rather than you're just holding them in as well. And that goes back to just being open and honest. But you can't, you can't be open and honest if you don't feel safe with that particular person. Yeah. So that's where, you know, that's where healthy relationships come into play. I feel like relationships in general are a risk in a sense. You know, you're leaving yourself open, being very vulnerable to have your heart broken. Just to end up in situations where a person doesn't necessarily tend to your needs and to your wants and can potentially hurt you and damage you. So that's why that safety is important. Being around a person who you feel safe with, you know, that you can grow with, mm-hmm. that you can progress with, you know? Yeah. I feel like we progress as as a society and as individuals in relationships is when we can be completely honest and open and transparent and vulnerable, you know? And not being so guarded, you know, all the time and not holding things in, you know? I think that's that's one of the paths to healing, you know? Being able to be transparent with, in that case, like you're a therapist or another case, your partner, you know? So growth comes from transparency. Growth comes from vulnerability. You know, growth comes from healing, mm-hmm. you know? I love that. You, like, wrapped yeah. it up perfectly with mm-hmm. what you said there. Yeah. So I I wish I asked this question before because this what you just said would have been a perfect transition. Do you want to recall a time where effective communication wasn't in place and how that turned out? The examples where I can think of, like, where... I would say it, there wasn't effective communication. We're too wrapped up in our own needs and wants. Mm-hmm. We're too wrapped up in our own opinions, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not making the effort to see how the other person may feel, you know? We're just, we're operating from a, a place of selfishness. We're only caring about being right, you know? I feel like that's when, like personally, where my communicating with others breaks down or, or it's not as effective or it's considered ineffective is when both parties or at least one of the parties is just concerned about being right mm-hmm. you know and um and the other person being wrong like they're not well. seeing their point at all it's just exactly. like it's me me i'm right i'm right i'm right exactly this is yeah. my side i'm on my side rather than being together on the same team it's just like i'm against you i'm against you i'm exactly. against you yeah because yeah. a lot of relationships it's like it turns into a war between two people where that person is not is now your enemy mm-hmm. as well. I remember you know? talking about this in one of our earlier episodes. Too. Exactly. That won't work. Mm-hmm. You know, that just won't work. It's supposed know? to be on the same team. Yes. Yeah. That's the, well that, that's where the best relationships come from when you're on the same team, you know? And you look at the situation like this is the situation we have at hand. Mm-hmm. So how are we both going to tackle it? What can we both do on both sides? To ensure that we don't have to face this situation. Not like you do this and you did this, but you did this and you did that. And just constantly going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I feel like with relationships and being, you know, an effective communicator, you can't operate from a place of selfishness, you know. Because you have to understand that it's not all about you. It's not all about what will make you happy, you know. Getting your needs taken care of. That's not how relationships work. If you want that situation, it's better to just stay on your own or by yourself, you know. And all people do end up alone because they're not able to um have empathy for others and care for others and have that love and 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 concern for other people Mm -hmm. you know so yeah it's just you have to really you have to understand the importance of these issues you know some people i feel like have learned that at a young age and some people have been like damaged as they've gotten older Mm. and when they when, when you know and they they they're not able to effectively communicate because of these these because of their wounds, you know, that they haven't addressed. Yes. You know, so... So they still need healing before they're able to do that for their partner. They have to face themselves before they can face their partner. If they can't come to those terms with themselves, how Mm -hmm. can they provide that for their partner? Yeah. 
that's why relationships are difficult because it takes two people that, that are in a good space that have learned how to communicate that have learned these important qualities of of mutual respect and, and empathy you know mm-hmm. if only one person has learned that and the other person does it it can't work because the reciprocity you know? won't be there yeah and they can't be respected back so what they're thinking they're expecting from their partner they won't get back exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's why I think that's why it's important having two people that are in a good place coming together and then that, uh, that's difficult it's Rare. not that easy you know so mm-hmm. I think that's it right there yeah yes thank you baby mm-hmm. I know they taught us this in school, but I honestly didn't know the importance of it. Like, I just kind of brushed it off. Same thing like SMART goals when they try to press us with those in high school and college. But literally using, like, I statements because, again, you're not against each other. So rather than pointing the figure and being like, oh, you, you, you did this, you did that, and turning it into, like, a blame thing, you can turn around and literally say, like, I, I didn't appreciate when you did this or I felt like this when you when you did this or um, it made me feel like this when you did this. So you're kind of just letting them in on how their actions affected you rather than pointing and just blaming them. So that can also assist in communicating. But then again, to do that, a lot of people don't know how to begin doing that. Like it makes them cringe to speak up or to communicate. And that's something that they would have to learn and grow from, which I can understand because a lot of people just literally don't know how to communicate. And, um, I don't I don't think everyone was taught how to communicate effectively or it can also be like it could also be like a trauma thing. They don't want to speak up about something or they're scared to because they feel uh, they, they fear the outcome. So I don't know, like in, in such a situation, what can help that? I feel like in that situation, relationships in general, it's very difficult for some people to go from having an I mentality to a we mentality, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's, I think that, that's, it's a, it's a very hard transition for people. And I feel like people, a lot of people are learning on the spot in terms of, you know, viewing, viewing, not viewing themselves as just as a singular individual or a singular entity. And in those situations, people focus on the I because they're focusing on just defending themselves, you know? protecting themselves that's why safe environments are important because when you're not in a safe environment with your partner you go into self-preservation mode you're supposed mm. to defending yourself mode and protecting yourself you know mm-hmm. so that, that that that's that's why to go back why safe environments and engaging in healthy dialogues is important mm-hmm. because if not those that we goes back into an i but that's not tenable within a relationship situation you know? Wow. So you gotta... That's deep. Right? Yeah, it is very deep. <laughs> you know? I definitely agree. Exactly. Yes, baby. Wow. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah people, mm-hmm. them need to hear this because, you know, I'll be writing down notes because mm-hmm. it's it's something that a lot of people lack. And if you look at the situations or the relationship issues you see, like, on social media, I try not to follow those things, but, like, a lot of it could be solved with proper communication, really. The all the miscommunication and the misinterpreting, you know, it's just yeah. It's just a lot of it could be solved by just effectively communicating. I agree. I feel like another way to engage in effective communication is not blaming other people. Mm. Being being accountable for your actions, you know, and 
So instead of pointing the finger and giving the blame, it's about looking within and looking in the mirror mm -hmm. to see where you're going wrong and, and what you're doing wrong. But I know? didn't do anything. Huh? But I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything at all. What about that person who turns around and goes, well, I didn't even do anything. How can they... How can they, like, I obviously understand, like, you can always look inside and see how. But there are people literally who will be like, well, in the situation, I literally did not do anything. So why do I have to look on the inside? What can I learn from that? That's why perspective is important. Mm -hmm. Everyone, oh, yes, everyone yes. believes that they're not doing any, anything, wrong. anything wrong, you know? Yes. And that's, that, that's why it's important to look within. That's why it's so important. And a lot of times... Even when, even when we look within, we still can't see it because mm. we're only looking at it from our perspective. That's why listening is important. Because mm. wow. you you can't see your own faults. You're not making the effort. And even if you do, you're still there's still a blind spot. You know, mm. you still a lot of people still aren't able to or willing to. They don't even have the the capability to in, in a lot of situations. They wow. have it's you know because. That's why self-awareness is important. People are not self-aware. You hear that? Listening, self-awareness. <laughs> like, all these are important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you, if you don't have self-awareness, you can't say you've done nothing wrong or you can't take any, any blame or accountability. You don't even have the ability to be aware if you, if you did anything right or wrong. Mm -hmm. That's why that's why you have to listen to understand. Don't mm. listen to just, you know... Uh, rebuttal a person's points that's, that, or, that's exactly you know? what i was gonna jump into next yeah literally is people could sit there and listen but you have to listen to understand that's true because when people are listening they're there it's, it's like people a lot of times people are sitting there listening to rebuttal like they're just letting the person like let it out like okay okay and but i have to say this rather than okay i understand reiterating what it is that they said did I get it? Did I understand? Okay. Um, and then this is what I have to say. They're not, they're completely shutting them down and it, it, it becomes that barrier war again. You know, they're not listening to, to understand. It's listening to just rebuttal, like you said. Yeah, that's, that's important too. And I feel like there are situations and relationships where it, it is generally like one-sided where it's like one person is, you know is like generally a good person or you know or acting correctly and then the other person is you know being the one that's causing the most harm and damage within the relationship situation and in those situations it it then goes into a place of self-worth understand your self-worth understanding and that's again looking within why are you in this unhealthy untenable situation mm. that is causing harm and destruction to you as well even in those situations i feel like it's still not blaming the other person it's about asking yourself these important questions of why have i remained in this unhealthy situation that lacks effective communication even after speaking yeah about it. even and and because it's like you can't be in a situation where you're putting in all the effort mm -hmm. into it that's it won't true. work as well you know so th i think that's why it's it's looking within you get a lot of answers you know, mm -hmm. if you're able to, if you're willing to, to be open to that, you know. Thank you. Yeah. That was a great way to wrap up that part of the segment. And mm -hmm. I love how you said that, like looking within yeah. is very, very deep. Mm -hmm. And you have to look within yourself very deeply in order to also contribute towards the effective communication, too. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah. You watch the Stefan Speaks video on seven ways yeah. to effectively communicate. Yes, you can't take over right now. <laughs> you can take over. Here you are. You can't take over. Yes, so it's your turn yes, to baby. give him and drop all the gems exactly. from Stefan. Yeah. So I actually watched because when you brought up this, this, um, and thank you, baby. Like, full disclosure, you're the one that came up with this topic for me, you know, because, you know, <laughs> for us. For not, us, yeah. You know, offensive communication. It's about, it's about <laughs> us. For, for, for it's us. About us. For us. It's about us, you know. I love how you brought up this topic. I, I didn't even think of it. I feel like that's what people take for granted, the importance of communication, yeah. you know. And um, I think that's why this podcast and this topic is important as yes. well, you know. Because mm-hmm. I actually, um, I watched, a, you know, Stefan Speaks video on this exact exact topic, you know. Yeah. As well, it kind of shows you know you and Stefan great minds think alike. You know you yes. <laughs> exactly right. You know what sign he is randomly? Huh? You know what sign is he a Libra? Who? Like us? I gotta I gotta re- do my my Google search on that on that because he's equally yeah. for like you said yeah. equally for for helping in relationships on both sides. Exactly. So yeah, he dropped a video called um, Seven Ways of Effective Communication as well, and I want to run down those ways as well. I feel like this will benefit the audience as well you know stuff on speaks is you know communicating them effectively as well you know so let's run down the seven keys that he says of effective communication mm-hmm. as well so the first key that he said was um listen to understand and not to rebuttal mm-hmm. he as said well. that, yes yeah so what he described is if you don't understand or necessarily agree with a person you should not begin to like attack them or dismiss them or minimize that person. You know, it's it's more better to ask questions uh, for clarity and for more information and insight. You know, and gaining a better understanding of their perspective and their viewpoints. And again, showing empathy for that person. And again, putting yourself we talked about in their shoes yes. as well. So. The goal is not to be right. You know, people talk about being right. You don't have to be right. It's about finding a solution or a resolution together for that problem Mm -hmm. as well. You or your partner don't have to be right, but the outcome for the situation has to be right. Exactly. In order to move forward. So I love that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And his second point is um, you can disagree, but do not dismiss. Mm -hmm. So this dismissal... um, as you described, can be viewed as a form of disrespect as well, or a lack of respect. We talked about before the importance of respect, again, in relationships. Um, so respecting both their feelings and their thoughts as well. So I feel like disagreeing is okay, as you mentioned, but you have to disagree from a place of kindness and respect mm-hmm. that will lead to the best outcome and effective communication as well. Because... As he described, when you become dismissive, it becomes a war and a battle between two people rather than a healthy dialogue between two people in search of a solution to the problem mm. as well. So it's about acknowledging, as he describes, how that person feels before disagreeing or giving your side uh, of the arguments, of your argument. It's about keeping an open mind to understand why they may feel the way that they do. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. You like that, baby? Yes, do you, do I do. you agree with that? I do agree because even even when you say that, I, I can imagine how hard it is for a lot of people to first see, even if they're the ones that are upset about the situation, just see how their partner may feel about it first before thinking about themselves. And that's where the self selflessness comes into place. 
is being able to see them first and see the situation and then be willing to tackle it. And their partner also has to be willing to do the same as well. Or it can be seen as one-sided, even if you're willing. If both are not willing or on the same level or are seeing eye-to-eye on the same page, it could be very difficult in order to reach that place. But if they yeah. both have that in place, I don't see why they can't overcome the situation no matter how tough it is. I definitely agree with that. That's very important mm-hmm. as well. I love that. The third key of effective communication is being open and honest. Mm-hmm. So he dropped uh, two great quotes. Uh, he always drops those quotes uh, that I wrote down. So the first one is, it only takes one lie to ruin a relationship. And the second quote he says is, it's better for them to deal with the hurt of the truth than dwell in the anger of the lie. Mm-hmm. Because as he beautifully describes, lying is harmful in relationships because it creates distrust, right? And one of the keys to a healthy relationship is trust mm-hmm. as well. Because without honesty and transparency, it's easy for your relationship to become very like toxic and negative and chaotic. One of the reasons why people lie is due to fear. You know, mm-hmm. fear of the outcome, fear of what that other person may say or think or do as well. So, however, I believe that even though there is fear, the reason why we shouldn't lie is because it will lead to bigger problems later on, should mm-hmm. I say. That's why it's important to be honest. From the very beginning. And just to deal with that that issue, you know, up front. Do you agree with that, baby? I do. I, I believe that when you don't, it just becomes a, a balloon effect and it just gets bigger and bigger until it pops. Rather than dealing with it when it's small no matter how hard it is at the very beginning. If whatever it is you're holding off on, it just I believe it just expands and expands. And, and the bigger it gets, the harder it is to finally come forward because it's just building up and building up rather than just being open and honest from the very beginning. And then when it blows up, it, it's hurtful for the both of them. But I'm even more hurt that you didn't come to me earlier or you didn't come to me and tell me like off the bat or were open and honest with me from the beginning. So I do agree that coming earlier is like you know they can start their healing process or whatever it is or y'all can start working through it rather than down the line when shit's like built up and then it's harder or it comes out in a way where you know maybe they find out from someone else or they they find out on their own rather than hearing it straight from their partner from the very beginning you know so i definitely agree i love that baby so he says the well his fourth key um for effective communication is don't make the conversation all about you. It's about being inclusive of the opinions and the thoughts of others. So this begins, as we described, with a selfless attitude. So when you're expressing your thoughts to your partner and you begin to talk about an issue you have with them, it's about giving them an opportunity to express how they feel as well Mm -hmm. in the situation. So both people can be heard. A person is more willing to listen and be receptive to your thoughts and be more open to make those necessary changes when you don't make the conversation all about you mm-hmm. and when you give them a chance to express how they feel as well. I love that. Yeah. I, I feel like in a lot of situations, not many people are thinking about that when it comes to opening up and, and communicating. Is giving, is, is when that conversation comes about, it's an opportunity for them both to express how they feel. Not just, even if it did happen to you, like I, I, I but also giving them the opportunity to speak and how it made them feel as well, or whatever it is, is it's for both people. The communication, the reciprocity, it goes both ways. So um, you having the chance to speak, them listening to you, 
them getting the chance to speak, you listening to them, y'all understanding both sides. If y'all agree to disagree because y'all don't agree, that's also okay. But at least they, like you said, can both feel heard no matter what the outcome. Yes, that's very important, baby. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that leads perfectly into the, f- uh, the fifth point, mm-hmm. which is uh, be willing to compromise if it is possible being able to find that middle ground that is beneficial to both people if possible you know it's not always possible that can benefit i guess the relationship as a whole you know uh, to allow it to progress and it begins with not being hard-headed or stubborn or selfish as we talked about and focusing only on your wants and needs you know people want to feel respected in general yeah and you know and cared for you know and and being able to, and willing to compromise will lead to more productive outcomes um, for the relationship and more happiness for both people um, when both people feel, uh, again, feel heard and seen. Yes. You know? I agree. Yeah. When they're both willing to be able, when they're already thinking like, okay, well, I'm willing to do this even though it might be taking away from me a little bit, but I'm selfless because I love my partner and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to work on our relationship and move forward. So I'm willing to compromise on both sides and not think so much about myself and what I want out of the situation. What do they want as well? And what can we work on to level out and make sure that we're getting the most, we're getting the best out of the situation. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, baby. Mm -hmm. I think that's important as well. The sixth point that he mentioned or the sixth key, which you talked about before, is um, pay attention to both their words uh, and their body language. Body language is important because, you know, our body language and our mannerisms, um, it gives off messages to that person, even at times more powerful than our words can, you know? So that's why it's important to be an active listener, you know, and paying attention to a person's um, body language um, to, to gain more understanding of how that person feels and and their thoughts as well and um and leading to effective communication you know mm-hmm. and reading their body language is beneficial because when a person is not able to, or ready to express themselves necessarily through their words you can still gain an understanding of how to act and how to address that problem mm-hmm. as well because you're reading their their feelings do their body language as well. Their reactions, yeah, the reaction, their body yeah. language, you know, their facial expressions, stuff like that. Yeah. Can definitely show you like for example, if you're talking to them and they're folding their arms, seems like they're closed off, you know, they're they're not open, they're maybe have an attitude. Even if they're not speaking, you can kinda tell that, you know, that it doesn't seem like they really want to communicate. I mean, their whole face, they're holding their arms, they're showing you that Okay, I'm not really interested in what you want to say. I can't wait for you to done speaking so that I can tell you what I have to say. Or if they're sitting there open, they're looking you in the eye, they're really sitting there, they're really taking in what you're saying. You can tell that they're really, you know, effectively communicating by listening and attentively listening. Not just listening, but listening attentively is very important too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's important because a lot of times a person's words and their actions don't match mm. or their words and their body language doesn't match. Right. For example, I think he, he mentioned as well, you can be in a situation where you ask your partner what's wrong and then they say nothing, mm-hmm. but then their body language says something differently as mm-hmm. well. 
So that can be a cue um, if you read their body language to not necessarily push forward and try to like force an answer out of them, but to kind of ease off and back off and let, let them know uh, when you're ready to speak. You know, we can we can talk about this. Right. You know, when you're ready to address the, this, your concern. Um, um, as well, so, and, yeah. and, and being able to pick that up actually is very, very important too. To be able to see that and pick it up and, and realize, hey, maybe they're not ready to communicate. You know, maybe we can come back to this. Maybe Mimi can cool off and then come back. To be not, I wouldn't even want to say the bigger person because I feel like they're both equal. But if you're able to see that in the situation and back up and 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 give them space when you can see that then that's really good. But that's just an example, but um, to be able to pick up on those cues from their body language and paying attention to it, I think is so important. Yeah, I think that's why self-awareness is important, but I feel like in relationships as well, another thing that is important is learning about your partner, learning from your partner, learning those those cues, you know? Learn, like, being able to learn about your partner can lead to effective outcomes um, as well. Learning what they like, what they don't like. Because um, some people don't like to address issues right away, right then and right there. They want to take some time. And if you learn about your partner, you'll know that. But if you don't, you're going to try to um, address the issue and then it, it may end up blowing up in your mm-hmm. face, you know? Um, and lead to more issues down, down the line as well. I agree. So... Learn about yourself is important, and in relationships as well. Learning, learning about your partner as well mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. The seventh and the last key of effective communication is taking a loving and positive approach. So, how we describe it is it's not a it's not what you say, but how you say it. Mm-hmm. So, being mindful of how you deliver your messages. And express your emotions and feelings mm-hmm. to your partner. So that begins with having a, a calm spirit and positive energy, which will lead to more effective communication rather than having like a negative attitude towards the situation as well, you know? So going into conversations with that positive energy and believing that you will have a positive outcome. And it, it begins with your mindset mm-hmm. as well, you know, and um, your approach as well. So Going back to the example of, you know, asking your partner to wash dishes. You may have asked them once and um, they may have just blown you off. And you may ask them a second time and they just blown you off again. But the third time, I feel like if you're going to do that, it's about going within yourself and thinking about what would be the best approach mm-hmm. to address the situation from a different angle mm. as well. Because you've tried already. Yeah. And when you do that, coming in with, it, with a positive um, mindset... And not just believing, oh, they're just not going to listen again. I just tried this again. But going in with, you know, believing that this this may be different. This may turn out um, more positive, you know, and more effective. And will lead to the, you know, the results that will be the best for the relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, not having a fatalistic mentality. Fatalistic. Yes. Word of the day, baby. Mentality. Not having a fatalistic mentality. Mm. Yes. Fatalistic Yeah, having mentality. an optimistic mentality. It's better, you know? yes. That's the first time I'm ever hearing fatalistic, you know. Yeah, yeah. You always educating me, baby. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Not having that as well. Because wow. a lot of times these conversations are very difficult and, you know, there's a lot of conflict attached to them. So if you're not coming 
at it with an optimistic mentality. You're doomed from the start. You're not going to be able to solve the issue. Because you don't believe that it's yeah. going to come to a yeah. resolution. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just having that belief, I think, is important. I love that, baby. Do you agree, baby? I do yeah. agree, and I appreciate that. You know, you do your research randomly, and you already have that backup, and you're able to pull up the Stefan Speaks mm-hmm. effective ways of communicating and also expand on his suggestions as well. So, yeah, I appreciate it, baby. Uh, I appreciate you, baby. I appreciate you, too. Yes. I love you, baby. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Positive affirmations. Yes. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you have any last words for the people that might you feel like you dropped enough gems? The treasure chest has been dropped. I feel like it has, but you want to drop a, a little extra gem in there on effective communication. I feel like we we have to all be in a place where we are willing to learn. I feel like a lot of times we haven't been taught these different things in terms of you know how to show a person mutual respect how to have empathy mm-hmm. how to effective uh, effectively communicate we haven't been taught them growing up you know so making the effort to learn it is important and not necessarily on your own you know i feel like that's where outside uh, help can come in, in terms of like having therapy as well building discussing these issues with your partner as well mm-hmm. you know i think that's and being vulnerable, being vulnerable and not believing that you know it all, you know, mm. we, we can, we can mm, all mm, learn, mm. we can all grow. There's always space yes. for learning and growing. Exactly. Always. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap with mm-hmm. that. So we would like to thank you guys for listening and tuning in to yet another episode of the Evelyn podcast and stay tuned for our next and stay safe and have a blessed day.